Brisbane Wakes Up with Steph, Abby and Matt on B105. What's up, everyone? It is a Thursday, but usually on a Friday we have a special edition of the podcast, but because it's the end of the week technically. Here it is. Stab Abby and Matt for breakfast. B105. It is the end of the week, not a Friday, but a Thursday. So it's time to do this. Getting to know you. This is an institution of learning, ladies and gentlemen. Now, believe it or not, we spent a good part of last week on this show chasing deer. Yes, you heard me. Deer. A deer. A female deer. Matty was very shocked because he was driving along to go home and he saw deers. As I drove past the Jindalee DFO, I thought I saw deer. Antler deer or just normal, like... See, no antlers. No it's antlers not on them. Of. Think like Bambi, but a fat yeah, Bambi. Yeah, that's... Oh, okay. They were, were really two, fat. One big, one small. There was, well, there was a kid with them and I thought, like, she was pregnant what as well. What do you well. mean there was a kid with them? Like they had, they had, had a baby kid. with them, like two adults and, and then... Oh, just so it was three deer. It looked like a family. Okay. <laughs> Yes, I did see deer. And so have you. Been Ubering at 10.30 on a Friday or Saturday night, mm. dropping people off at Mount Omni, mm. and I thought they were big, giant German shepherds at first. <laughs> yeah. They don't look like deer. They freak you out. And they were. So how the hell did the deer get here? Abby received this intel. My friend said that he saw them in Cannon Hill, and the rumour has it that they escaped from the abattoir. Now, there is an abattoir in Cannon Hill, mm. but I don't believe they specialise in deer. I learned that. That's not true, but there are many more theories out there. I was told that they'd swum across the river from a vet school. <laughs> from a vet school. Across the river at Westlake, there used to be a deer farm. Couple went through a bit of a messy divorce and she opened the gates and let them free. <laughs> she released the deer, <laughs> their spite deer. I will show him. When the flood came up in Brisbane in 2011, a couple of those little escapees got across the river. Oh. Back they bred and moved themselves closer That's into the highway there at Kindalee. And angry ex-wife let them free. That can't possibly be true. Violet, yes it can. We track down the deer farmer. Like we always say on this show, we chase the story. Chase the story. You used to own a deer farm in the area? Yes, in Cornwall, uh, approximately 500 deer of different species. John, I have to ask, is the story true that you and your partner divorced and your ex-wife let the deer out of the paddock? It was an ex-wife, uh, was her mother, my ex-mother-in-law. She released the deer. This is true, John. We no. thought this was an urban myth. Imagine that. Just like, see those deer? It's my fault. <laughs> <laughs> see that car accident? See that? See that was me. My fault. <laughs> now that, my friends, is how you chase a story. Cyber attack. Sophisticated cyber act. Cyber heist. The term cyber attack, that's been thrown around quite a bit lately. Russia and North Korea have been singled out as suspects in the biggest ever cyber attack on an Australian media company. The Nine Network has focused on both foreign states in its programming, prompting payback for the attention. So exactly how does all this work? We spoke to a reformed hacker, Bastion. We say reformed. Does that mean that you were a hacker who got in trouble? Yes, I got into a little bit of hot water as a uh, as a very young man uh, for breaking into one of the big four banks and 
getting my hands on a number of credit cards, although I only ever used it to order pizza, so I'm, I'm relatively, <laughs> relatively nice. I learned quite a lot about hacking. Let the hacking begin. Do you have the ability to hack into someone's phone? Absolutely. For example, we'll set up a little stall out the front of a business and we'll give away free phone chargers. If you plug in that charger to your phone, boom, we have complete remote access to it. Wow. If you plug it into your laptop, we've got a shell into the laptop. So, what? yeah, we can hack into phones. Bluetooth is vulnerable. Uh, Wi-Fi is a really common one. The movies make the whole hacking thing look pretty simple. You see someone there with six computer screens and they're just typing profusely. <laughs> like, mm. and, and they never seem to make any sort of mistake. They never use backspace. They just tap, 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 tap. There's a new virus in the database. Is it that easy in real life? I learned. Nah. Hollywood does definitely dramatise it a little. Uh, it'll generally take days and weeks to, to breach a specific target. Oh, not 20 um, seconds. <laughs> if we're writing a malicious script, yeah, it does look a little bit like Hollywood, but it takes a bit longer to actually get that malicious script yeah. to the destination point. So we'll use things like social engineering. We'll pick up the phone, we'll send emails, and we're trying to get that code onto your system. Love and marriage, love and marriage. Abby was sharing one of the classic moves from her husband, Scotty Too Hotty, this week. My son broke his nose and I got a call from the school. I had to go and pick him up. And he called straight away and said, hey, is he okay? Is everything all right? Do you need me to come home? So I said, no, no, hun, if you're, are you at work? He said, yeah, I'm at work. Mm. I said, hun, if you're at work, don't worry about it. Like, I've got it sorted. And then I gave him a call an hour and a half later. I went, where are you? And he goes, I'm at work. Well, it's just that I drove past to pick up my second son and saw his car at the pub at Camp Hill. Uh, like, and he says to me when he found out, no, I didn't. I poked it towards the back. <laughs> Brilliant. <laughs> and there's a very good reason he did it. None of you would ever do that. He went down the line there of, I would rather go and have the fun and get in trouble mm. than be told, no, that I can't go. I said, go. if you ask, he goes, no, nah, but you could, you might or not. If I said, if yeah. you said, hey, it's Franco's birthday, we're going to the pub. Mm. No worries. Go for it. But he's like, no, nah, but I thought you'd say no. Now I'm going to say no. Then you're, <laughs> you're in big, big trouble. Yeah. But yeah. if you go without telling, you're in medium trouble. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, no, he's in big trouble. It's usually only ever done by a married man. So we thought we'd do a round of tell, tell me, me you're married, married without yeah. telling me you're married. I don't get to go out much. I'm too busy picking up washing from the ground instead of the washing basket. <laughs> yeah, you're married. <laughs> Every three months I have to redecorate. <laughs> oh, I love your wife. Yeah, no, I really enjoy watching Married at First Sight four nights a week. <laughs> <laughs> I have projects in my house that have been started but not finished. Oh, yes, so many. <laughs> so many. Bought a new lounge, not allowed to sit on it. Who <laughs> <laughs> yep. is allowed to sit on it? Uh, the dog got on at once. <laughs> <laughs> the dog no longer exists. That's what I've learned this week, and you can catch up with our podcast on the all-new Listener app. Stab Abby and Matt for breakfast. B105. Matty, you're not going to hear this very often, but you did something yesterday that really impressed the ladies, impressed the ladies. It even hurt coming out, so I couldn't say it properly. Mm. But you did. Okay, just give me a moment. It's Yeah. There were some people that even referred to it as porn. And I was like, whoa, okay. Because... What did you do? Yeah, no, like, I mean, really impressed. I'm not sure. I was blown away <laughs> and I was like, I'll even be his manager if this is really going to take okay. off. Because like, yesterday... I impressed women. Yes, you impressed women. I was so confused as well. I thought it was a prank, but I kept getting nonstop messages about it and I'm going to bring it to the table because yeah, you might not be... You might be surprised by this. The best thing is you impressed a bunch of women and you didn't even know it. <laughs> <laughs> and they didn't tell him that. They told me that. Yeah. Because... 
is you came yesterday with uh, some poison that you left on my desk and said it was a bit of a present and it was for my husband. And I'll explain that he's not great at the lawn and mm. I've said that I want yeah. to get someone in and he had a bit of a problem with it. And then when I go home, you sent this message and I put it up on my Instagram. You can have a look at it. It's just on the stories, you know, the one that disappears because mm-hmm. I wasn't that proud. Uh, Abby Jane Coleman, check it out. And some people are saying, and a lot of ladies are saying, this is like porn. Okay. This is what you said about the lawn. Scotty, this is your instructional video to get rid of those uh, weeds in your grass. When they're roughly this long, maybe four centimetres, just give them a spot spray. Won't kill your grass around it, doesn't matter if you get it on the other grass, because it's a selective herbicide. Spray. Don't water or mow for 48 hours. Wait for two weeks, spray again. They take about two weeks to actually die off. It'll stay green for about a week and you'll think it hasn't worked, but two weeks later, boom, she dies. Now you're thinking a lot of girls are tuned out now, but no, they haven't. Because all I got was non-stop messages from ladies going, oh, this is brilliant, what does he use? Oh, this lawn is amazing. I was like, is this a joke? Look at you and your four centimetres impressing women. <laughs> I mean... I think you could. I think this could take off. You could be like the next Jamie. Is it Jamie? Jamie Jury. Jamie Jury. Without the because stripping. you think this is all about men liking it, but yeah. girls appreciate a good lawn. Well, and no, my wife didn't... loved it. Remember when she came over? She oh, wanted to. She sure did. It's a... <laughs> walked into that one, Stab. <laughs> no, you gave it to him, man. Not even walked into it. You handed it, served it over, and said, "Enjoy." Um, but it's. It is amazing. And I even had, and I was like, whoa, okay, back off. I got a text message from the mayor of Brisbane who, can I just say, the mayor of Brisbane does an amazing job. But if you haven't met Nina, his wife, Mm -hmm. she's extraordinary. She's one of those people that walks into the room and just lights up. And I was like. I turned on the mayor's wife? No, she she did not say that. Can you spell that that. today? (laughs) But she was, um, she always does so much charity work. And I thought maybe she was messaging me about that. And she's like, hey, darling. And I was like, oh, okay. And she goes, hey, I, I saw that your husband, so she obviously got us so confused, was targeting that pesky type of grass that's mm. spoiling my lawn. I normally just painstakingly, so she does all the lawn keeping yeah, right. at the house. And she said, I just really want to know what this selective herbicide is. And I was like, is she joking or not? Mm. So I was like, oh, I'll find out. And then I wasn't interested before, but I found out from Maddie and now has been texting it to everyone. So just so people also know, it's called sedgehammer. If you get nut grass in your grass, do not pull it out because if you pull your nut grass out, it doubles it. Mm. Um, But this stuff, you spray it and it kills, it's what you call the sedgeweed. So it Mm. will just kill the weed, um, but it won't kill the grass around it. I think it's a new thing. I don't think. I think forget your TikTok angle that you're going with. I think he does it all just about lawn chat, but with Mm. like music on. Mm -hmm. So he has like a wine and goes, "Hey guys, okay, let's let's try this then." Okay. Scotty, this is your instructional video to get rid of those uh, weeds in your grass. Oh, yeah. When they're roughly this long. You might want to cut out Scotty at the top. Four centimetres. <laughs> Just give them a oh, yeah. spot spray. Okay. Won't kill your grass around. It doesn't matter if you get it on the other grass because it's a selective herbicide. Spray. Don't water. Mm-hmm. 48 hours. Wait for two weeks, spray again. They take about two weeks to actually die off. It'll stay green for about a week and you'll think it hasn't worked, but two weeks later, boom, she dies. See? You're welcome. I mean, I no. Didn't, no, one, no one said you're hot. Let's not go you're too far welcome. with it. <laughs> you're welcome. Stab Abby and Matt for breakfast. B105. Tommy Little. Tommy Little. Tommy Little. Catch this
Sky the Salvo from three. Tommy Little is on the air with us. Hey, buddy. Guys, it's nice to be with you. Mr. Brightside has to be one of <laughs> the most karaoke songs oh, of all yeah. time. Yes, mm. and most butchered. No one can really nail it. It's a hard one. Yes. I completely agree, Steph, because I reckon that guys think that it's a song you can sing when you don't sing. Yes. Like, it's a bit like My Way, Frank Sinatra, mm. where people go, oh, you're just talking, and then you find out halfway through, you're not. <laughs> yeah. Well, see, you're I always not. think Shaggy's a good one, because if you put on Shaggy's voice, people think it's a joke. You know, you don't Ooh. have to actually sing. Do it then. It wasn't me. I thought you were going to go with Mr. Bombastic. I love the bit that it wasn't me and then. What's the other person? I don't think that I'm a bit surprised about you, Tommy. I just, I mean, I don't know how to feel about it, but I'm a huge Lions fan, and tonight is a big game that was supposed to be here at the Gabba, and you're a Collingwood fan. You've got yes. too many teeth to be a Collingwood fan. Oh, look, he's, he's joining the <laughs> AFL chat like it. But how long have you been a Collingwood fan for? Is it all life? My uncle played in the 50s. Ah. Uh, my, dad, my dad is a country boy, and he's the youngest of seven. Mm-hmm. And so my uh, uncle's, uncle played, I think, 1955. Mm-hmm. And I finally looked up his career. I'd grown up thinking that my uncle was an AFL star, guys. <laughs> and I started doing um, functions for Collingwood, and I'd perform at, you know, President's lunches and things like that. And I thought, how do I actually not know my uncle's history in the AFL? And so I finally looked it up. And I thought, well, he's a star, right? Mm. There'll be heaps to find out. He's probably even got a seat named after him uh, down at Victoria Park. And then I looked up and I was really struggling to find it. And then finally I did. Um, David Whittle, he played for two seasons, 1955 to 57, came down from – he played 11 games. Uh, and the sentence I could find was this. Came down from Currumburra, which is Gippsland country tour here, with big expectations, dot, 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 that he did not live up to. <laughs> It's a great great word of kind of warning to anyone that comes and sees me do stand-up. If you think it's crap, it runs in the family. (laughs) (laughs) Well, the the Melbourne Comedy Festival um, is back this year. It got cancelled last year because of COVID. Um, And so you're going to be back on there. But the thing is, no one in Queensland, we don't know even if we can get out to to get down there to see you. Guys, what's going to happen at 9 o'clock? What's, what's the word on the street? You guys are in media. You know people who know people. What have you heard? Well, we Stephanie's um... telling me it's 50 50. I'm like, yeah, mate, that's like choosing the gender and going, oh, 50 <laughs> <laughs> we, we, uh, like... we have big expectations that we may not live up to, Tommy. <laughs> <laughs> 50 50 is really like, you know, when um, people take part in a poll to say that they don't know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So there'll be a poll in a newspaper and it'll say 50% say yes, 30% say no, and 20% say they're unsure. I'm like, why did you answer? <laughs> yes, <laughs> why bother? Why bother? Like, why do you need to let people know so much that you don't know? Mm. Just stay quiet. Yeah. Yesterday so, there was headlines, though, um, that were saying that um, lockdown extension was almost imminent. Mm. And that was just one of those things where if it's almost imminent, someone's just said, it's the same article for the last 12 hours, redo the headline <laughs> on it so more people click on it. Um, yes. And then we only had two cases and everyone was like, oh, it's looking good. We're going to be sweet. So no one really knows here. Yeah. It, it, almost imminent is just imminent too, isn't it? That's true. Yeah. That's true. It's like, 
I've never understood when people have said a near miss. Mm. Because I thought that's a hit. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. Uh, well, nine o'clock, Will knows. We're about an hour and a half away from that. And um, if anyone is able to get out and go to Melbourne, Tommy Little at the Melbourne Comedy Festival over the, uh, over the weekend. Buddy, nice to talk to you this morning. Guys, I sincerely hope that it's good news at nine and you can get out and enjoy your Easters. All Thank the best. You, Take honey. care. Stab Abby and Matt for breakfast. B105. Alpha Bucks, when we. Are we teasing the Alpha Bucks answers when we come back in a week <laughs> yeah, and a half? Tuesday the 6th. <laughs> Shit, look at us go. No, not even Tuesday the 6th. No, the no. 12th? The 12th. The 12th. Okay. 12th. So, yeah, we'll be back on air the 12th of April after the Easter break. Here are your answers for Alpha Bucks. Very organised. At 7 a.m., it's Olive and Oak, and at 8 a.m., Quick. Uh, n- Nesquik. Nesquik and Nurse, sorry. There we go. Subject to change. It's a long way away. No yeah. one's listening to the clues. Can I say I'm a little bit disappointed at the moment? Well, they are, but they're just not getting through, through with the clues. Okay, all right. That's the difference. Through's clues. Stab Abby and Matt for breakfast. B105. This three-day lockdown, it's absolutely vital that people do the right thing because the last thing we want to see is uh, more community transmission. We want to know on 131060... Are you ready for 5pm? At 5pm, have you set your alarm that you are just going to take off? Because mm-hmm. that's when the restrictions are due to lift at this stage. Everyone's waiting till 9am to find out the official press conference mm-hmm. and what the numbers are. But I was driving to work this morning and I saw so many cars parked, like big four-wheel drives, and they had the trailers on with all the bikes, mm-hmm. with yep. all the tent ready to go right at 5 o'clock. And I'm like, that's impressive because that means that they've already packed mm-hmm. and ready. they may have to unpack. Well, Easter is a classic camping weekend as yeah, well. Yeah. Even though it rains every Easter, like the campers love we love to get out. Mm. And you want to leave early on the Thursday because you don't want to be going good Friday because no. that's the day to start celebrating. Yeah. So people will usually I would say start leaving from midday, do you reckon? Yeah. My friends were due to leave yet. Yeah, they were going to leave at midday or even 11 a.m. Yeah. 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 Um, so give us a buzz if you are packed and ready to go on your holiday, whether you're camping or not, because I could appreciate on Monday when they announced the lockdown, mm. um, Anastasia Palaszczuk, she got in front of everyone and she had a very good point about the Easter weekend coming. We'll also be reviewing it um, on Wednesday night as well. We'll know whether there's any further community transmission because the last thing we want to see is our roads uh, clogged on Thursday night. Um, Heading for Easter vacation. She gets she it. it. She gets it. She, she gets, gets it. it. You know, poor Chopper Dave, mm. if uh-huh. everyone's allowed, only allowed to leave the house at five o'clock, mm. when she said that, I could tell she was thinking of Chopper Dave, our mm. traffic reporter. Yeah. He'll just be darting up and down Brisbane. He'd get some good uh, vision there, I'd be like he? a reverse field of dreams. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> 4.59, nothing. Yeah. <laughs> five o'clock, bang. Mm. So that's great. She was meant to let us know five o'clock Wednesday night. So then yesterday, everyone's like, sweet. I can get planning, but no, yesterday's press conference. What I say to the public is, this is very encouraging and we'll be providing you with a an update again tomorrow, 9am, and fingers crossed, all will be looking good for Easter. <sighs> so it is going to be congested if everyone leaves at five. There'll be people tomorrow. I know what my dad or a hubby would do. Nah, set the alarm. We're leaving at 3am. Good Friday. That's my plan. <laughs> but then on the flip, because of the five o'clock thing, will so many people still do that? And now we'll have something where there'll be a traffic jam at 3 a.m. Mm. on Good Friday. I don't know, mate. I really don't we have just, any we, answers. We, we, we did, I was thinking about because we, we were going to go down and see a mate um, over the border. 
and you, I, I'm willing to take the traffic jam for the ability to do it. Oh, yeah, fair yeah, enough, fair enough. Know, if, if I have to say to Rose, it could be three hours in the car, so but we you still might get be to going, go. But you'll go tomorrow morning. Yeah. Have you, well, you don't pack early. No, no, no. no he no. packs last minute anyway. Yeah. That's true. Mm. So, and you're staying at a house. So he's staying at friend's a, house, so he doesn't bad. need to take all the, the yeah. cutlery and everything. No, no, no. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Well, 13, 10, 60, are you packed and ready to roll? Are you going to be a car on the road at 5.01 this afternoon if lockdown is lifted? Prue and Zilmia, uh, are you packed and ready to roll if lockdown lifts? Yes, we have had the car packed since last weekend for wow. all three kids, our baby, our dogs, ourselves, our food, everything. <laughs> So if she says effective immediately at nine, are you in the car and gone? Oh, look, we still have to work, but yes, we are We are ready to go. I even stopped in at Kmart this morning just to get the last few minute things on the way to work, and we are going. you're committed, It's 10 to 8, and you've already been to Kmart. (laughs) What's your backup plan if it doesn't? No, 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 she doesn't have one. Don't have one, don't have one. Oh, look, sit sit at home all weekend with three kids. (laughs) Can't you do it? You should say to the kids, no one going to the cupboard. You get it out of the food that's packed. Yes, Yes. exactly. And your clothes as well. There was fun in that. We had a camping trip that was camping. Cancelled and we'd all bought our food, so we're just sitting around in our lounge room eating baked beans and saladas. <laughs> <laughs> it's a good time. All right, Sophie, your car's packed. You're ready to rock. We are ready to rock. We've been ro- uh, ready to rock since uh, Sunday morning. So where- it's been devastating every time we walk past the car. Oh, mm-hmm. so where are you supposed to be going to? We're supposed to be going up to Inskip Point. Oh, I love that place. Beautiful there. Yeah. Yeah. So we even went to the effort of getting everything out of our trailer to put in the back of the ute. We're not going to take the trailer. Mm. Put the rooftop tent on. So we went to a lot of effort. And um, yeah. We (laughs) only go there for Easter. It's got the awesome pub close by, hasn't it? And the lake doesn't have the, it doesn't go deeper. You can just keep walking. Yeah. (gasps) Yeah. At Rainbow Beach. Yeah. Yeah. You don't have to tell her how awesome it is. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, Brian, look at all those things you'll miss out on. I'm optimistic. Would have been the greatest weekend ever, so. So yeah, we couldn't get a booking really there. So <laughs> up. Uh, I think it's yeah, we even got a last minute booking somehow. Wow. <laughs> All right, listen. Good vibes, everyone. Good, good vibes. vibes for Sophie. Yeah, thank mm-hmm. you. Good vibes, <laughs> vibes. Hum dum dum. There we go. <laughs> All right, Angela. Hi, y'all. Hey, are you packed? I am packed for a different reason. Mm-hmm. So I have. I'm a cake maker, mm-hmm. and I have a wedding today. So I am waiting for nine o'clock mm-hmm. because. We need to know if the wedding's going ahead or not tonight. So have you made the cake already? Um, I've, I've baked the cake yep. and it's filled. It's just not decorated. You're decorated. Mm. So you're not going to decorate until 9 o'clock. You've got till then. And what time's the wedding supposed to be? Um, well, obviously with the restrictions lifting at 5, it will be a 5 o'clock start. Where was, where was the wedding at? Because I was supposed to go to one this afternoon. I can tell you if you need to bake the cake or not. Uh, sandstone Point. No, it's not mine. Okay. okay. Keep on. Oh, keep that's on, beautiful. Keep well, I, how, how optimistic are they? They've still got the wedding? Yeah. I love it. But the bride they... is super lovely. Like, she's this is her second cancellation mm. if it does cancel. Um, yep. So she's she's got the humorous side. She's like, at least I've made it closer. Mm. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh. Well, she's so – and then, okay, so – if it lifts at five, will she still be able to get hair and makeup done? I suppose if you're going to have two visitors, there could be one hair no and makeup idea. artist. Mm. That's I a good no point. Idea. She'll already have it done. Oh maybe, my God. She, maybe like, yeah, she's doing it herself or who knows. But I think she she's going to persevere God. and I reckon if the restrictions get lifted, yep, it'll be on for right. sure. I remember on our wedding day we were worried if it was going to rain because it was outside. Imagine, imagine yeah, worrying yeah. if the whole thing was going to go ahead or not. 
Yeah. yeah. And if you get hair and makeup done, you've got nowhere to go. Oh, it's the worst. It's, oh, it's depressing, isn't mm. it? And the mascara just, you know, they say it's non-run, but you can make that run. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Can we give Angela some vibes? Vibes, 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 vibes. Vibes, vibes, vibes. All right. Stab Abby and Matt for breakfast. B105. Our next guest, internet superstar Kristen Hull, locked up over 23 million views. Uh, this guy is genuinely hilarious. You can see him all over TikTok. You can see him on the YouTube, the Instagrams, all the stuff. And now he's got a book out as well. Christian Hull, good morning. Hi, team. <laughs> oh, you beautiful man. I'm excited about this book. I have seen everyone posting their free copy uh, that they got sent. Um, and the boys and I haven't got ours yet, but I guess... No, 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 no. Ask your producers. I get this. Every radio chat I've done, they're always like, we didn't get a free one. And the producers... <laughs> Book at home. Yep. That's wow. what's happened here. Yeah, We're just getting yeah, a message. I'm looking, at, I'm looking at her now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I really enjoyed your book, Christmas. <laughs> the producer of the show. It was really funny. Yeah. It's funny because hey. she gives us every other book, so there we go. <laughs> oh, no, I'm very flattered. Mm. Um, now, it's funny because you you worked for our radio company um, and you started, you know, working on the air and then you went doing video content and now you've built yourself a whole business empire from your flat here in New Farm that you operate. Ah, oh, I escaped. How are you guys going? Please blink if you need any help. <laughs> help us. <laughs> We're not sure yet. <laughs> I, yeah, it's, it's such a weird turn of events because, uh, I mean, I got into radio. I wanted to be Kyle Sanderlands, of all people. That's who I still kind of aspire to be and it just it just never ended up working out and I think I'm just a little bit too inappropriate and a little bit too gay <laughs> and then I uh, discovered you know uh, Facebook videos and putting on wigs and then it sort of all exploded from there and it's just I've just basically I've never had a plan and then it's just this is where we're at so I'm very very lucky I do love your merch which I can't say the name of the shop I guess you just say the F shop what if you actually put that as your business name because you couldn't register that business name, could you? No, no. no. I think what, we just called it F off, but it's the you I'm shocked. So the, I sell goods that have F off written all over them, which mm-hmm. I'm so surprised is so popular. But the, we got a great URL, um, which was co- it's called need a um, F U mm-hmm, mm-hmm. com, mm-hmm. which isn't taken. But the, the problem with having... Oh, that was available, um, was it? That was so... I uh, know. No. I <laughs> no. what I didn't think about is I can't, I'm not allowed to post that URL on Facebook. To, I, I can't post anyway because I get blocked. Oh, yeah. So that has been so fun. But, um, yeah, it's, it's been a weird thing to go from radio where you're very, you've got to be you know, very PC and appropriate to suddenly screaming... Go away to people. Profanities. Yeah. <laughs> paid for it. Your book is out, and it, I guess it, it explores your life. But my favourite part of it is that you gave the first copy of the script to your parents, mm. and you filmed them reading it. So your mum was laughing out loud, and you filmed your dad asking a few questions as well. <laughs> yeah. 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 He uh, he asked me just exactly what Grinder was. <laughs> um, there's, there's some stories in there about. You know Christian Junior and his adventures. So he, he, I think he got to that chapter where I'm, I'm pretty explicit, and he was like, "No thanks," and then he went back to reading. I think he's reading Jack Reacher, or and you know watching the X Files. So he, he got halfway through it, and now he uses the book as a, a doorstop to prop the door open. So, I mean, look, 
it's a it's a useful book. <laughs> How did you um, in this? Obviously, it's got lots of stories about you, and it'll be funny and and things like that too. But does it talk about the serious side of stuff? So, like you having to come out to your family and 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 that kind of thing. Do we see a different side of you in there too? Yeah, I think I got really, really personal. I wrote um, high school, but primary school, I was like the star of the show. And mm. then it was a dramatic turn when you go to high school. And uh, I just wasn't really prepared for that, to go from, you know, entertaining all the class to, you know, I was bullied quite a bit in year seven. And I think that's where I get the leave me alone attitude from because I really shut down and, and I sort of hid at, at recess and lunch, went to the library, was one of the nerdy kids did all their homework in the library, then would go home and watch Cheese TV. And, great show. Uh, yeah, great show. And, um, yeah, so I, I delve into that side and, and delve into sort of dealing with, coming to terms with, you know, the realisation that, nah, oh, I mean, I love women, but, you know, like, not in a physical way. So, yeah. <laughs> but, you love women, but you also love so, oh, it was... mate, frothy, frothy. <laughs> <laughs> Who was a person that you got totally blown away by? Because when you were posting your, it was during lockdown, I think, when you are posting your mixing of your colours. And I know this sounds a weird thing. Oh, but yeah, the paint colours. The paint colours. And it was so all these different colours and you are trying to guess what it was going to produce. And it was fascinating to watch. But did mm. you get a lot of overseas celebrities commenting on them? Oh, my God. I have never received so much attention. Yeah, I had... Um, you know the documentary filmmaker Louis Theroux? Oh, he's amazing. Yep, so he he uh, made a couple of comments. Oh. And then Elizabeth Banks oh. uh, ended up retweeting mm-hmm. it and, and calling it the funniest thing she's ever seen. It's very flattering. And then the New York Times picked it up, and then I was doing interviews. Um, the Ellen Show called. I'm like, I'm literally just sitting there. Guessing the colour blue. Mm-hmm. And, mm-hmm. You know, you can put so much effort into something and no one bats an eye, but as soon as you sit down on your button, do as little work as possible, mm. probably the best thing you've ever done. It really is amazing, isn't it? it, it is if you astounding. haven't seen the videos, it's like when you go to Bunnings and they mix and they up mix a colour, they yeah. put all the different colours in your guess. Um, did you did you end up going on the Ellen shot? Um, no, it was it was right after mm. all the Ellen drama, mm. and um, I had a pre interview, and then I had a pre pre interview, and then I, I never heard from them. Uh, they got oh, busy. Why don't you just say you. you rejected them now? Do you know? Like I got oh, asked on the Ellen show. It, yeah, I, I just turned them down. I was like, no, your workplace is too toxic. <laughs> you know, I've heard things. <laughs> I'm too big. Yeah, perfect, perfect, yeah. 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 Um, well, uh, dude, this uh, this book looks like it's going to be great. Leave me alone, um, Christian Hull's book. You can see him also Facebook, YouTube, TikTok. You're on there, um, buddy. Great to talk to you this morning. Oh, thanks for having me. I can't wait to be able to come in studio and harass you in person. Sounds yes. good. Yes, when this lockdown <laughs> thing gets sorted. we know. I mean, that look we, at us. Yes, please yeah, do. Yeah, we know that you, you flew, you took the first flight out of Brisbane to Melbourne, left New yes. Farm and pissed off on us. I'm like, see ya. <laughs> <laughs> Stab Abby and Matt for breakfast. B105. We have an announcement that we need to make now as a team. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's something that's been weighing on us for a while. Do you have to do this tone? Um, you mm-hmm. like it? It's usually what radio shows do okay, all right, when sorry, they want to be, I'll you know, you. like okay. and they get... oh, Sorry, I didn't know the tone that we're going with. Okay, sorry. And, um... <laughs> Too far, too far, too quick. I think, um, <laughs> you know, we're always an honest show with everyone. We're not really, so. but like most of the time. Yeah, I mean, like we say we are, but. Okay. Yeah. Why are you not crying? 
Oh, but nothing's been said that's emotional yet. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what the announcement is, so I'll cry when I feel when I hear it. Uh, okay. That's always, it's always the way. Oh, sorry, you, know, you go, you go. Stop and it. it's not an April Fool's joke, guys. This is sincerely. I wish it was. Uh, <laughs> from from I think it's, it's going to confuse a lot of people, to be honest. <laughs> it is going to. Yeah. Um, but someone on this show <sighs> is having a birthday. <laughs> Okay. And that is you, Abby. This is a big year for you. I know. I tried to lie about it on Wikipedia. Someone did it wrong, and I've just been kept in, keeping with it because I'm, I'm, I'm. It was me. You asked me to. No, it's not. Um, someone sent it to me saying, "Why does Steph keep claiming it?" Apparently, it was me, and he's someone overseas. You watched me do it. Anyway, that's someone's really, changed so, it. Right. Happy, sorry. Happy stop, this sorry. is my announcement. You're making it all about you. I'm sorry. I'll shut up. Gosh, you've had yours. You're really old. Shut up. Uh, but I'm turning 40 this year. Mm. And I, I feel really confused about turning 40 because I always wanted to have like a big party with my friends and we've never been able to have one because of COVID. Mm. And we're organising it a couple of years ago. But it's also that milestone where you officially feel like you're getting into the old age. Mm. Because remember when your parents turned 40? And mm. you're like, their life is over. Mm. So, well, yay. I, I remember my tw- in my 20s thinking people 30 were old, and, you know. Yeah. But advances in medical science, like 50 is the new 40 now. Yeah. So. You say that, but I don't know what Nat, no, who's no, no, 23, I, thinks about me. I, I have to cling to that. Please don't take that away. <laughs> Age is just a number, BB. Uh, okay. I think it's exciting. I think yeah, it's not 40 yet. Yeah, but I wish I was. You know <laughs> me. <laughs> <laughs> My mind is too old for this vessel that I'm currently in. Uh, make a lot of things make a lot more yeah. sense, wouldn't it? <laughs> but I feel like I still want to go to like rave parties you and stuff. You can do that. You can do anything. You can do anything you want. You it's not as great when I wear my knee-high boots with my little, like, glow sticks, you know? Someone's like, huh. Oh, Your husband heart. disagrees. Yeah. You're turning 40, and when we come back from our Easter break, we're going to celebrate with Abby's 40K birthday. We're going to celebrate you. We're going to get people uh, from your past, which I'm so excited about, mm-hmm. telling stories about you. Mm-hmm. And we get, we're giving the listeners of the show the chance to win $40,000 to celebrate your birthday. <laughs> Lucky they didn't st- do it off my age, the station to go broke. <laughs> 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 I no, just I want to like, beat you guys for the party. I like that aspect because there's something about a birthday which makes me feel uncomfortable being about me. You? You know when you're the centre of attention mm. where you just, like, yeah, if you get, get married, it. it's okay because you get to share it with the love of your life. Mm. But when it's yeah. your birthday, there's a lot of, like, pressure. Mm. So giving away money to some other uh, other people makes me feel happier. So think of it this way, as in, you know, you always get the scratchy in your card for your birthday, yeah. but this time the money is guaranteed. Okay, yeah. So $40,000 up for grabs when we come back on the 12th of April as we celebrate your 40th birthday. Um, Stav and I have organised that. We're not sure exactly what we're going to get you personally for your birthday. No presents. I mean that. No presents. She doesn't mean that. No, she does not mean that. (laughs) We ain't stupid. No, no, no. I do mean that. Maybe she does mean it. What did I get you for your birthday? Uh, What did we get him? We got a bottle of gin. Man bag. Oh, that's right. We got you a man bag. Just equivalent of that, which is very expensive. expensive. Stab Abby and Matt for breakfast. B105. All right, that's a podcast. See ya. See you around like a wrestle. All right. Stab Abby and Matt. Brisbane wakes up with Stab Abby and Matt on B105.